Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon, everyone. Uh, this is Dara from Indian Night Radio. As everyone knows, I have Joseph Limbaugh with me today. Limbaugh has over 15 years of experience in the fields of improvisational and sketch comedy. His television appearances include Curb Your Enthusiasm, Scrubs, That 70s Show, Yes Fear, and many others. He is a co-founder of Dad's Garage Theater in Atlanta, where he worked as the improv director for four years before moving to Hollywood. He has worked with and directed dozens of celebrities, including Deborah Wilson, Scott Thompson, Topher Grace, Brian Cranston, Patrick Muldoon, Freddie Smith, Eric Markoff, Kristana Loken, and Leah Thompson. Previous credits at Acme Comedy Hollywood include the popular online shows Candlecrest, Hollywood Saturday Night, and Hollywood Dream Roll. Limbaugh will be teaching a workshop for sketch comedy writing. For more information, visit uh, www.acmecomedy.com and slash Acme Actor Studio slash Comedy Writing Sketch Foundation.htm. So, without further ado, let's welcome to the airway Joseph Limbaugh. Hi, Joseph. Hey, how's it going? Good. You're welcome. Anytime. So, um, when did you know that you wanted to pursue acting as a career? Well, my mom is a drama teacher, and she was always a performer. My dad was an electrical engineer, so uh, it was pretty young. I, I just I would like write plays, and then oh. go on in, in grade school, like little short kind of sketches, playlets. Uh, so pretty early on, I think uh, that's pretty common for most performers. I think. Ah, okay. So in your childhood, then. Absolutely, yeah. Okay. Okay, so you have done directing at Acme Comedy Hollywood. I have had the pleasure of um, seeing your work firsthand because I've seen Scamblecraft, I've seen Hollywood Saturday Night, and I've seen Hollywood Dream Roll. So how – I know that you wrote a lot of uh, these these shows. What, what had you get into writing of, like, a show like um, – like Hollywood Dream Roll or Hollywood Saturday Night. I mean, I know Hollywood Dream Roll has no script, so you really don't write it. But what made you get into writing? Um, well, I mean, we we when I was back at Dad's Garage in Atlanta, we we started to do sketch. I mean, it was mostly an improv theater, but we did do some sketch, so that's where I started. And I mean, I've always been writing kind of like ideas that I have, or you know, for for funny things. You know, I'm always working on some sort of a story project, either in my head or, you know, on the computer. Uh, oh. So I would say, once again, I don't know, maybe back as far as high school, I was I was writing sketches and, and playlists. Wow. And, and did you have your friends get involved with this? Or, or who did you, like, use the sketches on? Or who participated with you? I didn't really do much with it until I was in my 20s, and then I saw an improv group in Portland, Oregon, where I'm from. Uh, it was it was called Waggy and Friends, and they did a, a show oh. called Theater Sports. And I, I saw that show when I was, like, 21, and I was like, oh, I want to do that, you know? Because it's like, it was improv. It was like people making funny stuff up on stage. Right. And uh, so I hooked up with them, and then, you know, it, that's where things kind of took off. Okay, so so because you've done these, these three 
these three shows at Acme, which are brilliant as far as I'm concerned. Um, Thank you. Take us through... Take us through first Hollywood Saturday night and the directing process for a live show like that and then versus like Hollywood Dream Roll where you have no script. Well, at Hollywood Saturday night, um, we basically we have like about a week to create the show. We change the schedule later and we, we give ourselves two weeks, which helps a little bit mostly in the production of like uh, the digital short. But we would we would meet with the celebrity on Monday, and we would have a pitch session. We would uh, you know uh, pitch them sketches, and then we would meet with them privately, me and, and Leif Ganfort, the director, and we would select sketches that were going to be in the show, you know, for the celebrity. And then we basically had a week to rewrite the sketches, or two, two weeks, and then we would rehearse the show and put it all together. And it was a technically impressive show. I mean, it, it was basically like we turned the theater into a television studio and shot the show in that way. But we, we would put the show together in one day. So we would get there at, like, noon on Saturday, and by 8, we would be broadcasting live on the Internet uh, this, you know, sketch show. Wow. So whereas Hollywood Dream Roll, we had even less, uh, less mm-hmm. preparation. It's an improv show. You don't need as much preparation. But I think it's, it's actually trickier. It's trickier for the celebrities. Most actors are terrified of improv if they haven't done it. Right. So I think for, for Hollywood Dream Roll, mostly, like, we would get there, we would have a rehearsal on Saturday morning, and then we would uh, we would do the show that night. Um, and most of that was just kind of getting the celebrity to a place where they would relax enough to be comfortable doing improv, you know, and, and, and feeling comfortable on stage. Right, and right. To, to, I think that's mostly the cast, to their credit. Like, I, like I had an awesome cast, and I knew I couldn't do the show if I didn't have an awesome cast. Like, they had to be funny improvisers, but they also had to be really supportive improvisers. Because you can't do a show like that if you're making fun of the celebrity. You've got to, like, support them and make them look good and be funny, which a lot of improvisers um, would rather go for the gag or undercut someone. So you've got to have the right people to do that. Absolutely. Absolutely. How – okay, so with Hollywood Dream Roll, what was the most outrageous thing that happened – you know, because of the fact that you had no script? And what did you do as a result? I mean, have you ever had a situation where you're like, oh, my God, now what do I do? Um, well, actually, the first show we did was with Deborah Wilson. And, we, like, uh, the one rule I had from the beginning is, like, the celebrities should get to choose whatever they want for their dream role, right? It's, like, it's their choice. Right. And because it's their dream role, and that that was one of the fundamental parts of the show. And Deborah Wilson wanted to do a uh, like a Southern history, where you know uh, her and her her black children were escaping from the South, and our cast is entirely white. So so we basically had to you know play people of color, and it was challenging. I mean, it, we were terrified of that, but I mean, she made it awesome. So I, it, we could have done it without like her uh, giving us permission to do it, but it was it was a it was a challenging first show, but it did prove that we could almost do anything in the format. Awesome, awesome. Have you ever had a celebrity where you don't know uh, what they're going to do, so it it uh, terrifies you before you go on stage? 
not, well, I mean, some celebrities, when we would have them during a rehearsal, we would always kind of watch what they were doing. Some, some would, would really go for the jokes. There's a tendency for, um, for people when they get nervous, if they're not, they're not experienced improvisers, to go, go blue. And that's a real problem because it doesn't make them look good and it's not necessarily right. funny. And we would always tell them it's just go for the story, play it as real as possible. It's always the funniest if they play it, you know, super realistically. Um, so sometimes during rehearsals, like if they were a little bit, you know, uh, blue or, or going for the dick jokes, we, we, would, we would sometimes be nervous. Uh, but as far as being nervous on stage, like once the show starts, that's the fun of it is we don't know what they're going to do, you know. And right. sometimes, like, people would really surprise us by making amazing choices. And that's the great thing about improv is, like, you look at the person on stage with you and they do something and you're just impressed with it. Like, how did you come up with that, you know? And there's that moment of, of being in the middle of a performance and at the same time totally impressed with the person you're performing with, you know? Right, that's, right. That's why I do it. It's, it's, there's nothing like improv in that sense of, you know, of connecting with the character, having the same immediacy, you know? Right. How did because because then the, then you did Scandal Crest. How did that differ from the other shows you've done? What kind of differences did you face, and what kind of challenges did you face as a result of it? Well, that show was almost entirely celebrities. That was you know almost entirely soap stars, and that I think was the biggest uh, challenge. It was the hook. And we couldn't have done that show if we hadn't done Hollywood Dream Roll and Hollywood Saturday Night for so long because we, we, by doing those shows, we kind of built up a pool of celebrities who we know would be good at improv and could, you know, think of stuff on the fly and were comfortable with it. Like, we, we had a, a large enough group of people that we could bring in to do that show. Otherwise, we would have never even attempted it. So that, but that was the challenging thing is, like, we had this group of people that, although they'd improvise with us, you know, and, and yeah. these and had a supportive group of, of experienced improvisers hold them up. Now they're improvising with each other. So it's, it's, it was a big transition to jump from, uh, you know, just having uh, one person in the middle of a group of supportive people to, like, working with each other and trying to uh, create scenes together. And it, it, it worked. I mean, I, we pulled it off. We couldn't have done it without the cast, though. Absolutely. Oh, it was brilliant as far as I'm concerned. One of my favorites. Uh, okay, so you are going to be doing a workshop for sketch comedy writing um, on September 22nd. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah, well, it's Acme. We, we teach uh, sketch writing and uh, comedic writing, and, and that's basically what it is. It's, it's a class that's uh, accessible to pretty much anyone, uh, but at the same time, we do have a pretty robust curriculum. I mean, there's a performance at the end of it, um, so there is an opportunity to, to showcase, uh, but we, we basically go through kind of uh, the, the fundamentals of, of comedy. Like we start off telling jokes and writing jokes, and then you go to writing sketches. I, I think a lot of sketch classes kind of start off, jump, make you jump in the deep end and, and write sketches right away. And I feel like I like things to be accessible. I like to dip my toe in the water a little bit and then, you know, uh, you know get my torso in. And then later on, I'll, I'll put the rest of me in. I don't. I I like to ease right. into things. I think most people feel more comfortable with that, you know. Right. So that's kind of how the class is designed. Uh, what will be besides the fundamentals? Is um, is this a class that you would you would recommend for anybody 
any actor, uh, you know, whether or not they're in drama or comedy or anything else, I mean, is this a class that they they would take because just honing their skills? Would this hone their skills as well? Um, I think it's mostly for comedy. Like, if you want to do comedy, um, but also, I guess if, if, you're, if you want to do commercials as well, it's a good class to take because... There's some improv in the class, and I think a lot of commercial auditions are, they ask for you to have improv experience. And if you can think kind of the way a, a sketch writer thinks, I think that helps you a lot with, with commercial auditions. Also, if you're going on comedic auditions, like being able to write stuff yourself and knowing the kind of nuts and bolts of how a sketch is constructed and how comedy is constructed will help you find the comedy in a, in a script that you might not see otherwise. So. You know, I think anybody anybody who wants to do comedy uh, would be a good choice for them. Um, Absolutely. Now, SNL is is like a is sketch comedy, correct? SNL. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, when if they take this class, they will learn how to do that. How to? Yeah, um, go ahead. We do some character work in the class, and uh, yeah, it's basically, I mean that's. That's, I mean, always been my, my pinnacle of, of sketch. Like, when I see SNL, it's like it's the show I've always wanted to do. I think most people are like, that's the show, you know, they would love to do. It's it's a, it's an amazing show. It's been around for forever, and it's successful. And it's like, you know, I, that's the sort of stuff that I, you know, like doing, and that's that's what we learn to do in class. Wonderful. Now, now can you explain to me what... Uh, like, like, just so people that are out there don't know what sketch comedy writing is. What exactly is that? Can you put that in like a explanatory term? <laughs> uh, well, it's a little bit magic. Um, <laughs> uh, basically, a sketch is is like a short, funny playlist. You know, it's it's about three pages long, three minutes long, and it's 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 a short accessible kind of uh, script format. Like, I, I think for a lot of people, it's a jumping off point. Like, if you want to write, you know, a longer comedy or a screenplay, that's a lot of work. But I feel like most people can come up with three pages of a sketch, you know. Uh, that's the great thing about it. Is it it's, it's a good place to start if you want to write comedy, you know. Absolutely. It sounds amazing. So it's on September 22nd. And can you tell us details about that and how to, um, is there, well, I know there's a website here. Uh, they would go in and, and uh, sign up? Yeah. Um, yeah, you go to uh, acmeactorsstudio.com, and you can mm-hmm. find the, the link there. It's all, it's all like, you know, ran together with, with no, uh, no spaces. Um, and, yeah, you can sign up there. The class starts September 22nd. It goes from uh, 2 to 5. On Sundays, there's eight classes, and uh, yeah, it's uh, at the end of that. After the eight classes, there, like I said, there's a performance showcase. So, oh, fantastic! That's, that's how it works. And I, it's funny. Sometimes people are like, I don't know if I want to perform, but I, I feel like it's really important if you want to do, if you want to write comedy, you yeah. should at some point perform comedy. I don't care if, if you if you decide later that you don't want to perform it. You know, but I just feel like it's so important to have had that experience because comedy is, is almost a it's almost a musical, you know, uh, form. It's like there's a there's a pace to it, and if if you can't feel that yourself, then it makes it more challenging. You know. Right. Absolutely. 
who um who have you worked with that you just who is your favorite guest that you've actually been able to direct? Wow. Um I know, that's a loaded question. <laughs> well, it's just hard. I mean, I honestly like all of our guests have been so awesome. I mean, the fact that we're able to get them to do the stuff that we got them to do is amazing to me every time I think about it, you know? Right. Because we ask people who have, like, you know, careers and a face in the public to come and like, well, hi, come and do a show where there's no script, you know? I mean, it's, <laughs> that's crazy. But it, to our credit, like, they came and did the show with us and, and had a good time. So, yeah. I mean, it'd be really hard to, to choose a particular person. I mean... Uh, it was definitely like a big deal to me when Scott Thompson did the show because I've you know I was a huge fan of Kids in the Hall and so wow. was, I mean I think for everybody in the cast it was it was a little bit intimidating and kind of terrifying I and mean, then he would sit backstage and tell us stories you know from the wow. Kids in the Hall days and we were all just sitting around listening <laughs> to these amazing stories it was it was really cool but everybody who's done the show is just awesome. Well, I, I will say that Hollywood Saturday Night definitely rivals SNL in my book because I think it's done that well. So, um, to your credit, absolutely. Oh, thanks. I mean, we wouldn't be doing that show if we didn't want to do SNL. I think you know that's that's what every sketch comedian wants to do. And, yes. Uh, absolutely. Well, thank you for taking the time with us, Joseph. It was. Very insightful on how everything works with comedy, because comedy is a totally different animal than drama, uh, and almost harder, <laughs> more difficult. Some people say so. And uh, thanks again. The class again, guys, is uh, September 22nd. Go to Acme Actors Studio. The link is there. And uh, I, I suggest anyone who wants to get into comedy or do comedy or hone their skills in comedy, take this class. Absolutely. Joseph Wimba is an incredible director. He has done so much work for Acme uh, where he has, you know, in, improv uh, directing is, is amazing because you come out with the most amazing situations um, for the audience. So, Thanks again, Joseph, and um, have a great night. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Okay. Bye-bye. This will conclude this episode of um, Media Night Radio. Everybody have a great, great Labor Day weekend. And that's good.